0: The following podcast contains discussions of extremely shitty music. Listener discretion is advised. Can I say something that I think is bullshit? I would say delete that. The fuck did we turn into the bad guys? I don't understand that part. Some kind of podcast. All right, what's up, Invisible Kids? Oh. yeah, that's right. wow. Yeah, dude. Oh, well, you hit that <laughs> Invisible one right Kid. Away. Yeah, uh, welcome back to some kind of podcast, the show where we crack open the absolute nightmare that is. Two thousand three, Saint Anger, and its companion film, the cinematic masterpiece, some kind of monster, and we try our best to dig through it, maybe learn some stuff, drink a couple of beers, excuse me, and kill some brain cells. Hell yeah,
1: brother! Y'all are generous. I'm Nick. I'm Zach. I'm Andrew.
0: Hi. Yes, we have a third mic on the pod today. We got our our boy Andrew, who's also in our stupid band. Stupid
1: Hi. fucking band.
0: Which is great because this is actually I'm glad that this that you wanted to do this week because this is um there's stuff on this uh, episode that I think makes sense for you to be here to talk about. Okay. So with with Andrew. He yeah no yeah shit. yeah yeah. Well we'll get there we'll get there.
1: I will assert my dominance all over Very him. Very good. Worry.
0: Very good. You boys uh, you boys listen to anything cool this week? You, uh, let's, let's try not to just be have be a miserable uh, bunch of uh, shit talk and uh, negativity. Anybody, anybody find anything you like this week? I I literally listen
2: to the same fucking shit every single day. I can't even act like I don't. <laughs> I, I am such
1: a boomer that on my Spotify it's just all Pantera, Typo Negative, Alice in Chains, Metallica, I, but it, yeah, 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 Gabba, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I am so I, I literally what thirty one. I feel like I should be fifty one right now. So, but I know you found a band. That,
0: I did. I did. And I was just, we were just, we were just listening to it earlier. Yeah. I found this band, American Slang, who I was uh, very, because they're like a cowbell hardcore band, kind of like ours. Yes. And, uh, you know, kind of sassy. And I was very excited because I thought that they were from like up the road. (coughs) And I was about to drive on Saturday, like 45 fucking minutes to this like shitty towny bar (laughs) in the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts. And it was, some like shitty pop punk cover band with the same name.
1: Yep. Oh. That be, I should never have told him. It would have been so that funny. Because it would have been, really funny. I been so him. funny that I'm going to a bachelor this weekend, so I won't be around. But it'd be so funny just seeing him pissed off yeah, on the yeah. chat, yeah. losing his mind on it. Yeah, you I guys would have
0: been real mad. So yeah. Anyway, if you yeah. if you are looking for something new to listen to and you're into that kind of shit, uh, yeah, Death Drive by American Slang. That's it's a good. It's a good record track of uh track of, of particular note is the old Rassled Dazzle. That's a good one. I oh, like you know that what, song.
2: hang on. I, I I did forget there is something new in the playlist and it's that friggin' um that song that came up in our like related when we posted I Am Providence. Is
0: it it's Beers, like the bastards, bitches, bullets, bullets, bitches and beer? Bongs and I gotta got find it, but I can't what the fuck is that? Did I never show you that? No, you did I'll
2: I'll get there. Hang on. I gotta I gotta find it. I I can't remember. There it is. Uh, it's called "Back by Bastardizer." Yeah, that was it one. I, Sounds I like on, a
1: meta, Motorhead cover band right there. I, I, put on, uh, <laughs> I put
2: on I Am Providence on Spotify, and it just started playing like a radio of our song, off of our song. And this is the first song that came in after it. No shit. And I was like, All right, I gotta keep this. All right. I'm so that that's actually it's a very garbage recording type of hardcore band, but I, I'm into it. It's cool.
0: It's very like denim jackety. Oh Which yes, definitely, it definitely, sad, definitely makes yeah. me want to like crush a bunch of like shitty beer in a parking lot. Tom would, would
2: listen to this.
1: Maybe.
0: Yeah, drugs. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, <laughs> um, um, beer. Oh, beer. Beer. Good.
1: Napster, Napster bad. bad.
0: Oh, we're gonna get there too. Don't, don't you worry, boys. One of these days, we're gonna get there. So. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. So. Let's let's not even waste any time because we got. I thought that this was going to be very digestible, and I, I was thinking like, "Yeah, we'll get this into like twenty minute chunks of the movie Fuck and everything you, else." Yeah. Like, oh, no. Holy shit! I was wrong. There is like, as I was doing my notes, like, "Oh my god, this is getting like Bro, longer and longer I, and longer." I, I, and longer. I, so, so, there is so much stuff.
1: So, so Nick and I, from the first episode, we, we 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 learned a couple of things. We probably should take some notes before we do this. <laughs> yes, We're, I'm here with no notes. I know you're here. You're, you're, you you're, you're raw dogging it today. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where you're doing. Oh, that's, that's my I'm, game. There's is. a. I'm telling you right now that no, there's a ton of shit right now. For the first 25 minutes of the film, 30 minutes, if that. Raw Dog if, Nation, baby. Raw that's Dog it. Nation. Hey. So. Hey. All right, hit me, baby. Let's go. All right. I'm ready. Let's
0: get right into it here, kids. So, All right, so the so really where we left off last week um, is Jason quit the band. Yes. He fucking left the he band. He fucking <laughs> left the band. He did, and that's, that's really uh, – you would almost argue he, him leaving the band, Jason quitting the band – is almost a more traumatic experience for them than losing Cliff Burton because it fucking annihilates them creatively. It's it true. really is like they all kind of have gone on record and saying like those sort of initial sessions without Jason were really rough and, and and oh believe me we're getting there. But like when you really think about it, you know Cliff died. It sort of ignited this thing in them and and you know and we talked about this last week. As rough as um uh, as it is for um justice like sound wise production wise it's it's a it's a it's a it's a very rough sounding record everybody knows it but the aggression and the 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 it whatever it is in that situation they've got it and we we know that Mm -hmm. Uh, jason leaving on the other hand
2: there was a special type of angst i think and Emotion that was on Justice for All, a, a, almost in the same sense of like Avenge with Nightmare. You know, you lose a member, even though you got somebody new coming to fill mm-hmm. the spot, it's not the same. And you kind of always put a little bit of extra emotion into whatever it is that you're doing. Um, yeah. so, I, so I agree. I think, you know, losing Jason because they needed him for that, I think losing him definitely was, a, a, I wouldn't say more traumatic, but as traumatic as. It was like,
0: creatively traumatic yeah, in a way that yeah. was like. Yeah, it, 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 you can see that they're treading water. They were already, that that well of ideas, that kind of, like, load-reload era, like, kind of bluesy thing was already running pretty dry. And, and we're going to sort of get there. So, yeah, I mean, the um, as we were sort of, like, so as the movie kicks off, there's kind of all this, like, self-suck about Metallica being a big, still being a huge draw all through the 90s. And that's, like, fair enough, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the the happenings of some kind of monster kind of begin with, like, a press day. At, yeah and, and the beginning it's, of the oh, yeah and yes. at, you know I don't know about you I love people watching like that's just fun it's like oh, fun yeah. to kind of like observe and the thing that makes me laugh every time without fail is like all the faces of the journalists as they're like hearing frantic for the first time unenthused because some, the, some of them there's a couple of them, them that are were, like
1: some of them were like kind of bobbing his would his would into it you know like, yeah, deep dude. in thought
2: you know well it's that kind of bob though that like you're forced to do like you know when you hear a pop song you hate but you still tap your foot it's one of those things you know what I mean so I feel like a lot of them was like kind of forced like that what they I think it's like a, one of the female journalists that they, they like focus on for a second it's like yeah. specific she's just kind of like all oh she's right. staring in space like I guess I'm all glad right. getting paid. <laughs> I think
1: she was more interested because they' were inside the actual studio where they had all their writings and all their tapestry and shit. I think she was more interested of how the band recorded and stuff, and you know, stuff like that. That's how you got all that. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so, all right. So, kind of moving forward, um, then we're we're sort of introduced to it to to one Phil Tower. Hell yeah, or, my or, or, boy. Or, or, or this is or, my boy, uh, Doctor Twinkle Edits. As we're uh, um, as you know, depending on how you know him, <laughs> if my you're a lock lips fan,
1: I just figured so, Doctor Towley. So, yeah. so just a backstory on Mister. So, how do you say his name, towel? towel, towel, just towel, just towel, right?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it's so, towel. I think it's towel. Yes, <laughs>
1: I, I call it towel. So, I don't care. so, so for for those who have not seen the film, and like I said, this is kind of a, a beginner's guide to it. Oh, uh, he is a performance in, enhancement
0: coach. A performance enhancement. <laughs> I, coach. I bet he is. <laughs> yes, or a therapist. That guy's remember? like a wet nap. He ain't enhancing nothing. So no. what
1: happened was uh, uh, Metallica's. Uh, what do We call him the the. The management. The management, thank you. The management for Metallica. They felt like they needed to have Phil come in to have the band uh, go through therapy sessions for what the, the issues. So these issues, this is not... You know, what you see in the film has been building up for many, many years. And one of the things when we meet Phil and such, uh, we get a clip from Jason. The last time we'll see... Ah, uh, I guess not the last time we we'll see Jason in the film uh, about how Jason felt uh, about... Having uh, what was it, a psychotherapist. He said, "quote unquote," a psychotherapist. Lame and weak. Oh, on, no, no, no. So he's yeah, just correct, but what really—and I have a lot of respect for Jason for this because he keeps it—he keeps it metal, heavy metal. I'm going to
0: put the uh, clip in there too. Oh,
1: yeah. All right, oh, cool. Yeah. Good, good. So, <clears throat> excuse me. He, uh, it, it, you know, Jason talked about how you know they wanted to bring in this therapist, Phil, to do all their stuff. This is right before Jason left the band. And he, and, you know, he talked about it and such. And one of his main quotes, Andrew said, that it was really fucking lame and weak. That the four of us, you know, the, the band, could not figure out their shit together, which was one of the many factors that led to his departure. And that's very telling. I think it's very telling in that end, just introducing Phil and then seeing Jason talk about it uh i'm sure jason met phil really quickly before you know recordings and stuff like you know, of the
0: film and such. yeah as i sort of read it there was like one or two meetings sure like the, yeah. the the tensions were already kind of there the cracks were in the foundation kind of a long time coming but the you know phil came into the picture and there were a couple of meetings and then he kind of he jason jumped ship pretty shortly there
1: yeah after. so and i and just know uh Going forward, talk about Phil. We're going to go into the Presidio stuff soon, but just know Phil Tao is going to be one of the major focal points of this film.
0: A major player A in major the web player. of fucking intrigue that and, is in and, uh, Saint Anger. Yeah,
1: as I say, Anger. And his, there's some of his influence in there as we go through the podcast and episodes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You're going to hear not him per se, but just of his uh, quote unquote teachings. That he, you know, bestowing the bond upon, upon the band and such. Rewatching the film a few times now, I, I, I kind of, I picked up on. I was like, holy shit, they, you know, Phil pushed these guys to write the way they want, you know, write the way they wrote. Because if you hear, you know, not to skip around such, but if you hear their other stuff like Death Magnetic and you know, Hardwire, they don't talk about this, you know, the shit no. that they talked about on Saint Anger. It completely went a different way yeah.
0: because it's yeah. too intimate. It's almost yeah. too like. Because that's the thing is like there's a fine line when you're talking about these sorts of things when you're talking about kind of like particular struggles like that when you're talking about like making music about your personal ex- experience of being an addict, I feel like there's it's
2: you're opening a, a weird door.
0: Yes, it's like too intimate sometimes, and that's kind of an overline uh, uh, overlying yeah, because that's a fucking word. That's <laughs> that's an overarching problem with Saint Anger is that like lyrically speaking it's so earnest that it's incredibly fucking cringy a lot of the time Uh, it's like it's like you you it's like walking in on somebody jacking off, and then you have to. They the door locks, and yeah, have yeah. to you, like, have to walk, you have to like look, them in, the look eye. them in the eyes when they finish. It's yeah. like, oh it's, shit! It's, no, it's no like, oh, I don't want this. I'm like, watching, like and, watching and, Hereditary, and, and and yeah, it's like watching Hereditary. <laughs> but, you know the, but
1: you know what? But you know what? I listen to it, like Alice James. He's one of my top five, five favorite bands all the time. Oh yeah. Some of the shit they write is extremely Those are, funny. No, oh yeah. To listen, that nutshell. Yeah, nutshell, that's yeah, an exactly. incredibly
0: frank song about getting rid. I just I was just listening to here's actually here's another another band that's cool that I was just listening to this band Black Sheep Wall and this is not a new band for me I was a, a, uh, a fan of them for a little while but they they have a record called I'm Going to Kill Myself I oh, bet which is <laughs> <Of course>. hilarious <laughs> go, I bet but the the last there's like five songs on the album and the last one is, is ironically called Metallica which is part of the segue here oh, Okay. and, and uh, the whole song it's a 35 minute song uh with basically just like a variation, different variations on like a single, like uh, very slow riff uh, where this dude basically r- tells a story of a guy who wakes up and writes his suicide note. And it's all of the details. It's like, and it's specifics shit too. Wow. It's like very like particular. That's Real, no shit. Wow. Yeah. And then just the last five minutes, the last five minutes of the song, he's just repeating, I'm going to kill myself over and over again. It's, it's, kill, kill, it's, kill, it's a kill, very die. harrowing listen. Yeah. And I like <laughs> just went, I like got out of work and like went for a walk the other day and I was just like oh yeah Black Sheep Ball I should listen to them and I just like round the corner and I like listen to the whole record and I that song finishes and I, I, I got back into the house and I was just like oh yeah
2: <laughs> but bad mood oh. but before you hey, before you continue because I want to something you said about Jason sure that first scene where they're they're talking about him uh or they're showing him and he's talking about the meetings yes and you know the lame and weak the way he said it's lame and it's weakly, like, oh, he eyes. was he was temps. targeting Mr. Towley. Oh, like that man. was like yeah. he like he was saying that not to the camera. He was saying that to him. Like, hey, I think you suck. Like he was very, uh, yes. you, yeah. un, I, I don't want to say unintentionally, but like very secretly aggressive to specifically, I think him in that room because he knew like, hey, this is. You're, you're doing
1: this. Maybe Jason was saying that to Metallica as a whole as well. Or that too, that, that yeah. That it could have yeah, gone both, it, both ways, ways yeah. yeah.
2: But there was definitely, like, in that specific sentence, there was a, a weird hint of aggression. Oh, yeah. That I feel like he got off
1: the camera after that was like, I feel better. Like, oh, probably yeah, I did. feel good. Probably, probably did, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm going to go play with that go but right just right. to finish what? my just to finish <laughs> my thought on the outpouring stuff, there's great music out there that people talk about themselves all the time. Metallica has never done that. Or pre until they did say anger. Yeah. Never done that. Like I said, the previous podcast, their whole thing of the, the, people were attracted for the thrifts and the solos and the yeah. drumming and talking about anarchy and beer, 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 good, you know, shit like that. I'm sure a lot of the fans when they heard say anger outside of production, outside of the tinny drums, and they start hearing all this, you know, very uh, angsty kind of immature shit that you know which we'll get more into as we go yeah and so, on. so that actually yeah.
0: kind of segues us into the next thing here so so now we're we're getting to the presidio so the presidio for for those of you mm-hmm. don't know and if you if you're just if you're following along at home uh if you're watching trying to watch the movie and, and 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 just kind of line this up it's a, a former military barracks that's kind of turned into these like sort of the, like these spaces for rent and they they build this makeshift like they they roll in like a porta studio and the concept for the whole record is to go into a space, make it really spartan and uncomfortable and raw. And that's a great idea in context because, you know, I like, listen, I love really raw, really underground music. You know, we, we always, you know, you know, I love Converge. Oh, sure. They're, yeah. Like, uh, you your favorite talking? thing is garbage. Uh, yes. Yes. I love, I love raw, you know, sounding shit. Uh, the, down uh, with Nola. Their first yeah. Song, great. That's uh, a Yeah. Rock. Recorded in a barn, basically. Yeah. Yeah and and, and th- that's all great it's a good idea and concept but in this situation I think it was a terrible fucking idea oh yeah and the reason why is nobody was getting along to fucking begin with yeah so in a, get, throwing these guys that already can't stand each other into a situation where nobody's comfortable yeah is just yeah. it's only exacerbating things
1: yeah and, and at the same time, they also came in with no riffs, mm-hmm. no ideas. So mm-hmm. well, just something like the Metallica historian here. W- what they've done in previous records, and records, I have to say, Anger, Lars and James would get together separately with their little riff tapes and right, so riffs and drums. and so, Yeah, I know, right. And then they'll come to the band, a.k.a. Kirk and Jason at the time, and more or less kind of tell them what to do, you know, unless they bring in some other stuff, but they are the main... Focus. So they've been doing this since they were. They started back in the early '80s with Kill 'Em All and such. So they completely changed the whole dynamic of that.
0: Exactly. Well. They're coming in fresh and only jamming. Yeah. Full band jams. They're not coming in with riffs or lyrics or anything. It's full band jams. Now the problem with that, again, so as you'll as you'll see, a running theme with Saint Anger is that there's a lot of pretty solid ideas at play. It's just a matter of the execution. And the problem here is that this the they kind of start in load mode, where they're oh, coming yeah. in on these like these that. sort I of like, you, I I on, sort mode. of the yeah. heavy blues thing. Yeah. Sure. And the problem is they are very creatively stagnant by this point. Load and reload. If we're being real and we're being honest cool. about it, careful no, 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 no. Listen, <laughs> I'm
2: L- gonna I'm gonna and load, load and done, reload. So.
0: Also has the benefit of even the rough songs. Ha- it's produced well it's a good Bob Rock production yes. so it sounds good yes. so it's got the leg up where it's like it's appealing to listen to even if it's like ah eh, this could be better Load and Reload if we're being real you could have probably hacked out a whole bunch of filler and turned those two albums okay. into one album
2: there is a lot okay so that's kind of what I, I was going to get catalog. at too is like they uh, listen like Wasting My Hate is like one of my favorite Metallica songs I yeah. love that song right yeah definitely um but i think you're right though like that definitely could have been one album like if you took like the hits like you know fuel and memory remains and all that kind of shit off of uh, reload. reload and you threw them on load and got rid of shit like two by four and like random bullshit and in the- okay Never mind. sorry shut <laughs> up
1: I-, I was gonna see and defend everything of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right course now. you are. <laughs> oh can I you, you can know what the album thing album is
2: album. too like it's funny that you said about the the production thing i'm gonna i'm gonna weigh in on this only because i'm not sure if i'll be here by the time that guys actually get deeper into the album I th- and we were talking about this not that long ago is I think that the production f- with Bob Rock declined as they went
0: Oh yeah, we, and so it, yeah. And we're, so, it's, so load we're, and reload. We're gonna like, get there too. Yeah. So
2: load and reload are like quote unquote like good quality recordings, but it's like they're kind of in the middle of a crappy downhill movement. Yeah, that led to. It the It doesn't garbage. sound quite
0: as good as Black Album. Right, it's like it's a little bit of a. They definitely yeah. went
2: like Bob Rock's peak was definitely you know the they, Black Album, and then they went down from there with him. Unfortunately, not to say that anything necessarily
1: bad about him, but yeah. that's.
2: That is what happened.
1: And, and we keep saying Bob Rock, and so if anyone doesn't know, Bob Rock is the longtime producer for Metallica. He actually took over for the bass parts for this album. He did. Yeah, he and, played uh, bass on it. Yeah. Uh, but which... I remember one of the quotes he said, which leads to the production value mm. and such, with mm-hmm. the, just with the whole record, was, you know, Bob's idea for the band when they first got in there with no riffs, no lyrics, no tape, nothing, was, you know, it was, you know, a first time a band, you know, a band had to get in the garage. But this a band's Metallica. Metallica. You, no, you, it, it's Metallica. You cannot fucking do that if they've been together for fucking 20 years at this point. Sold, what, yeah. 90 million the, records?
0: They're larger it, than life like, of it, it is something
1: like that. We is, could pull that shit off. We're in a band. We could it, pull that shit off. We, right, that doesn't it doesn't work
2: with them. And it's funny that you say that because, again, as I was like, re-watching it on my way here, this is one of the parts that I went by. And I kind of had that exact thought. It's like you can't take a band like Metallica and put them back in that garage, quote-unquote, setting right. because they're a band now that's been doing this for 20 years. They've toured the world. They've done all this shit besides play Antarctica that squillions would happen later. of dollars. billions of dollars of, dollars yeah, of people. people. Yes. And so they, they've done all of this stuff. You can't take a band like that and force them to regress. Mm. Yeah. They don't have... You're 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 taking the formula that they've created, which worked beautifully up till this point. With again, with the exception of load and reload in certain pieces, worked beautifully up until this point. As biased or whatever it may have been with James and Lars, they're writing
0: for arenas at this point. they right, You can be a band for a long time and tour the world and do all those things, but still kind of have like a like an underground kind of ethos about you. But I mean, they leaned into it. They were always kind of uh, dipping little little pinky toes in like once, once lightning was out with like Faded Black we're kind of like we're dipping into that kind of like get, stadium your, rock. get your lighters out moments yeah. right but they, they went remember full, those days yeah they went <laughs> full full on into you know they're playing for arenas they're writing and songs exactly that. and so for that, that, that it's like, simplified and slowed down and it's right and, and
2: with this you know you listen to San Anger and it's like dude like some kind of monsters like, like we'd play with that band we would play with that band the ba- a band that would write like even the riff like it's it's so simple and which is not a bad thing but there's a simplicity that comes from that that you don't want or wouldn't expect from it's Metallica. Metallica it's okay, unsophisticated exactly because exactly. Sandman and,
0: is a simple song oh yes. it's it's the, one of the simplest but songs it's a, a very sophisticated, sophisticated, sophisticated song that. as far as the writing it's well written and, and the production and everything else yes. but like yeah. Yeah, simple versus amateurish or unsophisticated; those are two completely different so, situations. It's, it's, but but, yeah. but the the thing is too is, you know that Bob Rock is checked out. I mean, you can see it in his fucking oh, eyes the 100%. whole movie. You know that you can if you could peel open his head and climb inside his brain. All he's saying is, I want to cut these dipshits loose and go home. Yeah, you can just see it in his face. There's a moment that is just the funniest. Fuck, I never noticed it until I was watching this. Watching like the first half hour last I just night. Watched this, yeah, so. last night, just to get ready for this and get my notes together. He, <laughs> they're they're working on what ultimately becomes the song "Some Kind of Monster." They're okay, not quite yeah, there yeah, yet, yeah. but they're doing a they're doing a mediocre blues jam. And James says, you know, that didn't, I didn't really feel anything good there as they're listening back to it, and you just hear Bob go, "Well, nobody does." <laughs> <laughs> which is so mean it's but so, mean, so but true but it's, it's so true. necessary it, and Bob's a good producer because he's harsh
1: yeah
2: I agree and it's he awesome. always has been I want to just we might go back to this at some point but just in case I want to address my favorite quote from this entire section of the movie when they go back and they're showing the flashbacks of them and I think they were working on and Sandman maybe mm. and Lars goes I want to hear what lyrics oh, and yes. James goes then sing. sing it sing yourself. It. Yes. Yeah. That is the funniest thing. I yes. I, I love yeah. that so much. My
0: I love and 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 always laugh so hard at this is the part where um Kirk shows up unprepared for his uh, unforgiven solo so, and oh, uh, yeah. it's like, you know, the the prime Way that you can tell if a guitar player hasn't done his fucking homework is he's bitching about the sound. All right, come on, dazzle me, dazzle me, guitar player of the year. He's like really mean to Kirk. He
2: is, yeah. Which and I feel I mean, bad because Kirk is like
0: Kirk has never done anything wrong in his life. I feel
2: like and I feel like he is the nicest dude on the planet. He's, he's a he is precious such a little s-
0: baby boy.
2: I think they call him beta males. We have yes. to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. What, yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. the nicest. That's dude what some asshole is. on Twitter probably and calls him. He is a huge. He's a huge influence for me as a guitar player, and I would love okay. to meet him but I've definitely, like you can see that and I'm like he he's, has
0: that beta male he's like a little mousy sweet. Like, so that poor boy probably like gets
1: picked on
2: so
0: bad and ripped yeah, apart and, and so, you'll see in the yeah. film
1: as we keep going in later parts of the film of how much Kirk gets there's some yeah. there's, they fucking trash he's
0: pretty they, passive he's throughout a massive, lot of it yes. too and, and the, like and
2: speaking of that like again moving a little ahead into the future yeah. like I'm pretty sure they did Death Magnetic mm-hmm. and maybe even Hardwired with Rick Rubin right? yeah yeah so like
0: Hardwired was not was not but yeah I wasn't Hardwired but it was Death Magnetic yes
2: it was so think about imagine Kirk doing Death Magnetic with Rick Rubin the guy that has done so many bands but most importantly did Slayer yes he did he is the Slayer sound right so imagine somebody like Kirk going in there and dealing with Rick Rubin holy shit
0: Um, don't slap the table it's coming up
2: did it? I I didn't even notice that did it? you're fine but oh my god imagine that poor guy he, he, I can't imagine yeah. that, like, especially Rick Rubin. Like he did, like System of a Down. Like he did so many bands. I can't imagine Kirk was ready for that. Not in a million years yeah. was
0: he ready no. for that. Uh, but especially too, at that point in time, you're really seeing the, um, the quality of the solos really goes downhill around that time. Oh, like, yeah. uh, and, and again, Kirk is our precious baby boy. He's never done anything wrong in his life. Listen, in his to, life. listen,
2: listen to one of our solos, man. You'll but hear, you'll
0: hear him in it. <laughs> but he's, um, you know, Kirk gets lazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, does. Big time. he does. He does, he he does. does. And,
0: and that's just the reality, of the situation. So, okay, so you know, when we're talking about these kind of like clashing personality types in mm-hmm. in Metallica, um, I don't know if you, you know, can get such this. a that's a, fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, such a, like a a prime time moment is like James with his little hot rod driving around, and I was uh, just thinking I, to myself, I, I as I, to say, I and there's so many songs. And he gets like, pulled over. Two, yeah. Which is hilarious, but I was I was laughing so hard, and I all I put down was just like, why is James Hetfield, who is from Northern California, like a, f- it's parallel to where we are in New England. It's like a you know, it's a Four Seasons like part of the country. He's like pretending that he's a redneck, which is so. Well, he's from funny. New
1: York, isn't he? No, he's from California originally. Oh no, 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 no he he's the first record in New York.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So Jersey me, in Jersey, 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 Jersey. Yes, excuse you.
1: But uh, no, so let me ask you something about that scene with James. Also, with the hot rod, yeah, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. So if you remember what he said, you know, uh, they did. You know, while he was on his car, was you know he he has a hard time seeing himself as a quote unquote famous guy. Yeah. And he rides this up to be you know unfamous or be you know anarchy and all that sort of stuff. Do you believe that? Oh, like honestly, it, that he tries to not be a famous guy. No, well, but doing shit like that, to, I think well, at that kind of point he's
0: emotionally unintelligent still. So it's probably uh, okay. you know, I think he <laughs> yeah. sincerely believes it. But what good is it really doing? Like, well, really hang on, because I mean,
2: think about it. Like, think about somebody like me and you, Nick. We were like, we love gear. Like, I can uh, aside from our recent uh, you know situations, you know, I can see us wanting to like go to guitar centers and like music stores when we're you know, g- if we're lucky enough to get. To any kind of level where we're, we're recognizable, like so, I can imagine us kind of wanting to just like walk into the store like not be, not be noticed.
0: Yeah, nobody. I don't think anybody wants to be so famous that they can't go get their own groceries. Yeah, like I would like, like Danzig, would Danzig with that. the kitty litter. I mean, look at <laughs> yeah, look at exactly. look at poor Danzig. He fucking hates it, and he hates it so much yeah, too. Like,
2: like I yeah. would hate to be that that type of. I wouldn't say hate it, but I I, I would never want to fall into
1: being like that because
2: you're kind of just screwed up at that point. Well, yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah. No,
1: I just found so that... So I feel, I feel yeah. him on that standpoint. I, I, well, I, well, I kind of got all of that, which goes into more of the film. I, I think there's a bit of a disconnect. and You can kind of start seeing the disconnect of himself with, not only with the band, but of his reality. Because he, you know, there's scenes in the film later on where he's talking about this particular one of him trying not to be considered a fam- quote-unquote famous guy. Mm when well, you drive a hot rod like that with the skulls and yeah. you know, the helmet, you remember the little helmet he wore and all I, that. It definitely shit. wasn't
2: being discreet.
1: It wasn't being discreet. <laughs> and I, and no. I'm just saying it, 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 it's going to show more in the film that I, you know, this is pre-rehab I know we're getting a little help. Right before, this. yeah. before, I think there's a little bit of a disconnect on his end. Uh, not, nothing against yeah. him, of course. It's just I think that the little scenes like that why I keep re-watching and I know what's going to happen and such, I think become more prominent as you really think deeply into the film and such. That's just my opinion on that. No, but so. you're, you're not wrong, though. So. You're not wrong, though. Yeah. I, can, I can agree with that. Yeah.
0: So, and then, of course, there's another uh, very dramatically different personality in Metallica, and this is just he one of the funniest scenes in any movie ever. It's one of the funniest scenes in this movie, and, and cinema at fucking large <laughs> is... Lars Ulrich (sighs) lounging on his couch like Kate Winslet in fucking Titanic (laughs) in front of that like that like five million dollar like Basquiat painting that is like I mean okay art is subjective I'm gonna just at work this is a table of artists there's probably (laughs) gonna be some artists listening to this I don't wanna ruffle any feathers art is ultimately subjective that That is a fucking hideous painting that painting fucking (laughs) sucks (laughs) and (laughs) he's talking about maybe it's a Danish thing listening to Lars Talk about fine art!
2: Oh my god!
0: In a way that is so inarticulate. Like, when is a when is a painting start? Why does he put anything over there? When's the record start? When's with the, with the record space of finished? black? He is so yeah. stupid.
1: <laughs> we, we have tro- I dropped that. Oh fuck! If they ever hear it this, is, is, we're gonna we're, get in trouble with but, Lars. We, he's gonna come for us on Spotify.
0: He, you know what though? In in the um, later tank. on, he's kind of acknowledged his like kind of. Uh, ridiculousness in some moments you know yeah. it, it, it since then but like i cannot stop laughing whenever that scene rolls around it is so funny listening to him like try and fail to explain like a creative <laughs> process which is really telling that they just like they're that far in 20 years in, they have no fucking idea
1: what is the record done
0: what the their creative is process is
2: <laughs> please it's insane but it's so funny that you say that because that scene alone I actually relate to Lars the most because he's sitting there trying to speak and his daughter won't shut the fuck up in the background that (laughs) is the funniest thing in the world to me because I feel that as a parent I feel that you're trying to have like a distinctive discussion or you're just literally trying to exist and there they are you know what I mean so it's like I kind of feel him on that one he's like talking over her and then he's like alright what (laughs) what <laughs> do
0: you want god like, what do you want like Who mid wants? interview
2: response he just gives in and ask her what's what she wants like, that's so funny that's i love that so much i feel like i feel him on that a hundred percent like that obviously so like
0: we're not, like i'm not a parent zach's not a parent but like we've we've spent so much time around around my you know, daughter around, I, around your daughter specifically she's all it's the, the like, same boy yeah. does that that, I feel that, especially Cause I can't with, hear myself think when I'm in your house. And you lived with her too. That's the thing. You lived, you lived with did. her in the
2: in the tough parts where she just learned how to talk. So That's that was true. The, That was the brutal yeah. one. But yeah, no, I feel him. I was
0: across the hall from that little monster. Yes, you were.
2: You, you should have pretty much should a room,
1: it. you should have a wall. Yeah, there's
0: one but, wall in between my room and hers. But but Good like saying with
1: the paintings, just just keep in mind this sort of vastly different personalities and contrast. Oh, sure. all the band members have so far right now. And again, Kirk with his surfing, yeah, yeah like, I get which it. Which is because yeah. the next scene's coming up. So, but these are things to start thinking about as you go into the film and such. Yeah, but man, exactly. yeah, but, but you're, you're right. The Lots talking about that painting is so funny. It, it is man.
0: incredible. It,
2: it let me. It let me and my brain as an artist into the brain of Metallica as a whole way more than it it's, should yeah
0: it's more relatable than it should be yeah 100% <laughs> like this is not supposed <laughs> to work when is a record like
2: when is a record ever. done when it's done you douchebag like, when, <laughs> when, when, when you can say wow we like these songs we're done
0: <laughs> exactly oh my god yeah so yeah you know Kirk same thing like Kirk is trying to Kirk is having and I, I was reading a, a review of I, I love this app Letterboxd where you can like I'm on this quest to log every movie I've ever fucking seen.
2: I started that. And it up is. So fast. It is.
0: I don't know why I'm still doing this, but I, I'll read the reviews for stuff sometimes, and sometimes it makes me happy. Sometimes it makes me very upset. But I read one that made me really laugh. Is like, I love that Kirk Hammett is going through his horse girl arc in this movie. <sighs> <laughs> and and that's the thing is he's, like, he's kind of retreating from the band in this way where he's like he's going out surfing he's got his little ranch and he's just like I don't want to be near the band I don't want to be he near the band and I just very, like, it breaks my heart he's so he, precious
2: you know I didn't really think about it until you just he's said it but he is very kind of pulled back from the band at this point in their career yeah I never really, I never really thought about it until this point but he, yeah you're right he's very reserved and yeah. kind of like like the hammer, we should hammer. We should hammer this out. And the, the, hammer it yeah, out. The, the
0: band like, tension doesn't have a lot to do with Kirk.
2: No, no, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's clear. James it's Lux.
0: clear and present yeah. in this section of the yeah. movie it really sets the tone for the whole thing where all the tension well, really lies oh, yeah. and it's
2: not with That'd Kurt they'd be like me and you fighting and him purposely trying to jump in like he wouldn't do that he'd no. fucking go do whatever well, no, no. so
1: and that's the thing I think Kurt understands his role in the band for better or for worse yeah. that's a, that's well a, he, that's said, a he says to it say. too he says it too later yeah. in the film yes
2: that's a weird thing to say yeah. though in the sense when you think about Metallica as a whole right like this band that like is you know you hear people that have played with them like I know Ice Night Kills just played with them like Avenged Play with them, like all these bands. They like do Metallica as a whole is so wholesome, and their whole crew is such a family. And it's like it's weird to hear. Like obviously they're there now, but like it's so weird to think about that when you really break it down. Yeah, like, yeah it's this like was years ago. Hated yeah. at each other for right. like a few years. It was
0: such a necessary like period of growth, and we were kind of talking about that in the first episode. Is like um, as much as uh, it's easy to shit on Saint Anger. It's too easy. It's, oh, it's this easy. is incredibly low hanging fruit. What we're doing. Low hanging fruit. But it's important for a few reasons, and 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 probably the biggest reason is it stopped them from breaking up, and it was a really important period of growth. To humble them and make them get their shit together, mm. so that we can yeah. still have Metallica, the the great touring band that we have today. Yeah. You know, we have got a couple of couple of really solid records after that. You know, included. they're not, not know, included. No, we're right not talking about that. <laughs> That's the next podcast. That's, That's another yeah. limit twelve episode, like limited series podcast. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. right there. <laughs> oh, um, we're the next. One. Oh, love,
2: we gotta get Sean in on that one. Oh
0: my god. Yeah. So so okay. So so kind of moving forward a little bit. So there's a, a really important therapy session, kind of shortly after this where they're talking about discuss, they're discussing like breaking down the creative boundaries between the members. Um, how like uh, the other guys would contribute to Lars's kind of drum arrangement. Yep. They'd all contribute to lyrics. This sort of round table mentality. Which has never that happened before. Has never happened. Um, and that the, And even James sort of admits in a separate interview that the sort of overly rigid structure was really detrimental to them as guys. Um, Even to the point of ultimately costing them Jason.
1: Correct. I agree with that.
0: But it was probably a good thing for them as a band because they needed the focus. They needed those couple of core songwriters to really get things going. Because as you can see from these Presidio sessions especially, it is like incredibly fucking meandering. Like no one's driving the car type of stuff and it's just you know when you think about sort of the dynamics right it's like you know and it a lot of people that are gonna listen to this are probably people in bands right so So like everyone's dynamic is a little bit different but there's usually like one or two people driving the car usually right so in our situation like Andrew it's me and you like we're kind of the ones bringing the parts to the table and everybody I mean the thing is that everybody contributes like ultimately you know, they change them to be their own right there's yeah. there's kind of molding stuff there's everybody kind of has at least a small idea a lot of the time and will try things and, and all that sort of stuff we bring the
1: foundation yeah, yeah. Well, which is good because we communicate at least right. we communicate. I well, so <laughs> we, don't, we don't need Mr. Towley to communicate well you know I but I want to yeah. I wanna, I wanna
2: cut you off for a second because I want to something you just said kind of made me think of a question right do you think That their career that has proceeded since St. Anger. Yes. So Death Magnetic, uh, Lulu, unfortunately. Yes. And Hardwired. Do you think that they that it was worth them losing Jason? Like, do you think that that was that sacrifice of them losing Jason was worth what their career has done since? I mean, they they said
1: it not only in the film but interviews after. They kind of needed to have that happen to, you know, ref, you know, look at themselves and realize what the hell is going on. And, you know, now it's down to three. And then I'm sure when, you know, James starts to rehab, I know we're getting ahead. then mm-hmm. that's, that, you know, probably next thing and stuff like that. I think, I think, in, and this is just my opinion. This is not the opinion of the other two in front of me right that's now. That's I, uh, I think that sometimes you need to have a, I don't want to use dramatic, That that's not the right word, but a... A uh, shake-up. A shake-up. Uh, good you yeah. fired yeah exactly <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but, I mean, you know what I mean but like there's usually in a band I would say a successful band what well, I consider it a successful band yeah. is is just like life there's ups and downs there's at times there's you know high adulation you know the highest of lies and the lowest of lows and we are seeing in this film we're seeing Metallica at their lowest of low they've ever been and I, I yes to answer your question Andrew I believe that jason needed to leave in order for them to realize something's wrong really wrong not wrong really fucking wrong yeah i, I mean it sucks this. because
0: yeah. jason is like again and i've said this before i really think that jason was kind of the best fit for the band at any given time yeah, like uh, you know as great as cliff was and as as great as rob is again, oh, yeah. no, no yeah. shade to either guy right i just think the way that Jason really slotted into the band. He knew what they needed because he, he came in as such a big fan He went first. in the pocket
2: too is exactly how Metallica needed Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. He was such a,
0: a good meat and potatoes bass player and they really yeah. needed that. Yeah. And it was just things about his choice of uh, his really his really tasteful decisions about his tone and, and the fact that he was a pick player. And I just think like especially with like a lot of metal bands I really think like the pick kind of reigns supreme for bass players and this is just something that I'm a little uh, pun intended like picky about. He's the only um, pick player
2: Pick player that they ever
0: had. Yeah, that's true. Everybody yeah, else is yeah. a finger player. Yeah. So the um uh, the thing that's uh, what sucks is like as these this process is sort of going on and you can see it with James. He's like not stoked. They they have this meeting where everyone's so cranked up and which is hilarious because they're so stoked about this stuff that kind of sucks. And it's like because they're because they're mistaking something that's functional for something that's good. It's like the only thing with a straight fucking beat they've managed to write in like a month. And so they're like, this is awesome. They latch onto it like this is fucking awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's because they're that's it's that thing of of when you're making a record and like, you know, we've all kind of been there, right? And how many times have I, you know, and I I do this to I, I do this to my my gal julia all the time because she's uh right upstairs when i'm working on things by myself usually but you get it too yeah i'll, I'll send you stuff and i'll go can you just tell me if this sucks because i'm in so deep i have no idea <laughs> yeah, we wrote like, the
2: whole record like that yeah like we you wrote our t- whole t- record tell
0: me like if that. i'm onto something at all here and <laughs> yeah and, and and you know it's it's just, you can just see that he's he's not stoked they they do this this mission statement thing which is like, way too long. Which by is the is way. hilarious. It's it's so again long. because Kirk Kirk, Kirk wrote yes. it. He's yes. a sweetheart yes. and he means well, but he's also it's inarticulate and it's silly. And James is laughing at it and he's not taking it seriously, which like makes me sad for Kirk. But it's a <laughs> it's a big problem that he's not taking this whole kind of like this process seriously until it boils over a little later, it gets worse like immediately after this.
1: And, right? and again, it shows, what so I was saying earlier, the disconnect with Jay. At least this is what the film's presenting us. Right. But it's doing a good job of just Jay just not having his head in the game in that sort of regard. I truly think at this time, he did not think that there was anything wrong with the band. No. If you really look oh, at it. Or, or he look, doesn't care. Or he doesn't he care. He probably
0: recognizes that there's issues, but he doesn't give a shit, which is... is really driven home by the fact that he bails on the sessions for like a month and like he talks about like missing his son's birthday to go like shoot bears in Russia instead of like instead of instead of doing a goddamn thing about the elephant in the room
2: right I I want to address something really quick because you kind of bringing the way that we do things in kind of kind of made this a point it's like all right, so you you'll send something to me and be like hey does this suck and and I'll tell you like yeah, it's, it sucks. Yeah. Or, <laughs> is this or a like, shitty riff. Or, not? or like, hey, like we We're can like keep it. working on this. Like you got something. It's just not quite there yet. Like yeah. we'll like we'll kind of go back and forth with it. But mm. the problem is, it's like, all right, Kirk would play something and be like, "Does this suck?" And James would be like, "I'll fucking know." It's like you just
1: didn't care. It's the notes in between that. Fuck it with me.
2: That's but why. It's it's a like it's, stock. It's, it's just stuck. a bit stock. But it, and obviously this didn't actually happen in the movie, but it's just the general kind of You can
0: feel it. You get the impression as there yeah. as Kirk is playing stuff, he's got like a particular riff where he's coming in and, yeah. and uh Lars is is steadfastedly refusing to play a straight beat. Oh my god. And, I was and, just about to talk and right and before James, James walks out. James is just staring yeah. at the floor the whole time.
2: Exactly. Right before James walks yeah. out, that scene where Lars is trying so hard to push this beat that doesn't make any goddamn sense.
0: Yes. And and, it, and and okay, so that's a thing that we... We talked about this last week, and you're gonna... I mean, you'll laugh about this, because yeah. it's kind of the, the truth of, like, I think every band... This is a piece of the dynamic. Um, he, in one of the interviews, and I kind of forgot about this section, is he fully cops to the fact that he's always kind of like rushing to have his idea be first. And if it's not his idea yeah. and he doesn't a hundred percent back somebody else's idea, he is a dick and phones it in. Oh, I and, feel it. And like, I'm like, man, you know, oh, I feel it so uh, bad. That's every drummer in some way. Like, it, I feel like it, I've it, read every, every, every drummer I've ever worked with. Yeah. Oh, and like oh, every, boy. uh, like interview I've ever read with like a lot of other bands where they sort of talk about the dynamic. It's like, yeah, the drummer's sort of the final word. And you know, even certain like like some, some bands is, like I've even read it to the point of like, oh, he's playing shitty on purpose because he doesn't like yeah, the
2: because like he doesn't want this to be the way that I put it. He's playing like shit. Yes. And yeah. and okay, so but, but again, that also kind of connects to my point too of like you know, Kirk would say, does this suck? And James would be, I don't care. Yeah. You know he's badly saying?
0: writer's block at this point too. Oh, play, which is, hey, the is whole
2: this whole not record. Good. This whole record, in my as Anger as a whole, should have just been called Writer's Block. Yeah, well, like that's like, all. This well, this whole record is just called Writer's Block. Where they're just like, all right, we got one riff. We'll put some drums to it. All right, all right, we got another one. Is it fit in this song? I don't know. We'll look put drums at, to it. Yeah, all look, right, we'll look
1: <laughs> at, look at the uh, the Temptation song that you wrote oh, okay. after. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So
0: James gets back from Russia. And he says that he's been like working on lyrics and music, well, drinking. and and he's got I'm this yes, yes drinking a lot of vodka, I love being by a himself out in the tundra and writing some tunes. And he brings this song to the table called "Temptation." Mm-hmm. Ooh, sure and I mean, okay,
1: that's not good. The song sucks. Let's it's it's
0: just like a meandering like two chord nonsense, right? The lyrics are silly. It's kind of like it's there's no metaphor to it. It's just he's just saying temptation fucks you up which is like come on man but what's really funny what's particularly funny is and and if you've seen the movie you know this the fucking ass montage as they're playing this 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 like dirgey riff it's all these 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 uh crossfades of like women's asses yep. just and
1: like, then, and like, then, it's, it's, it's so co- co- it's, it's, supposed is, this, bro, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like, this
0: moment of like of heaviness of just like wow what a tortured soul this guy's traveling the world and he's just his just life is full of like just drugs and all these like women throwing themselves at him and it's like so heavy and it's just, like no it's hilarious it's, it's just, so just funny. like a bare ass
2: just and chow they show is. and then they show like Lars drunk with James with uh Jason yeah. It's like, that's not, this is, James wrote,
0: wait a minute.
1: <laughs> like, everything is, like, all messed it's up. It's so that unintentionally so funny. funny. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, what, what the film was trying to portray was all the temptation. Yeah. Instead that, of having the yeah.
0: gravitas yeah. that it's supposed to have. Yeah. It just, I think the first time I watched it, you know, 15 years ago, I, like, was screaming, cackling, oh, laughing. Yeah. As, like, a teenager, just like, this is not getting the point across like it's supposed to. No, they
1: did this the wrong way. I get it. I get what they were trying to push across from the agenda, but it it just didn't didn't work. No, It it, it just didn't work. They did not hit the mark. And it (laughs) didn't help either at all. I mean, like I said, I am a St. Anger uh, defender. Even for something like that, I was like, this sucks. This sucks.
2: Again, just in case I don't come back, I'm going to defend St. Anger in the sense that they were good ideas. They had idea. They had ideas that could have been good. They had riffs that could have been good. Poor execution.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And, but you know, if everything you listen,
0: went wrong. Execution. Yes. Yeah, if you went,
2: if you went well, through an entire absurd. record and said, "Yeah, there's a few good riffs on it,"
0: that's bad. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's you, bad. you shouldn't have that album is 120 goddamn minutes. Yeah. Is it that long? It so is so as you... long as a feature Holy fucking shit. film, dude. dude. That I've is, is not enough. Movie. It's not enough. That's not a couple of like... There's one or two okay riffs that are still ruined by the production or the performance. That's true. And we're going to get there because there's going to be an episode for every song, right? So we're Correct. getting there.
2: I am a sucker for the Some Kind of Monster riff, though. Uh, I, I, it's so to, bad. But you know
0: what, though? Here's the thing. Just listen to fucking Helmet.
2: I, yeah, I guess.
0: Just listen to Helmet. I'm just, and it's not ten and a half minutes long. <laughs> that's true. Oh, Helmet does the same thing, over. but concise. Yeah. You know what? I love and the simplicity. produced well, and the guitars are in tune.
2: Oh, Whoa. that's a good one. That's a good one. But you know what, though? I love the simplicity of that riff. There is a part of me that, again, everyone, listen, everyone loves frantic. Let's not act like they don't. You live right. right, everyone loves frantic. It's
0: almost good. Searching it for donuts.
2: But you know donuts. what? It, frantic as a single has just enough. Where it's everyone, almost good. Every Metallica fan says, "Yeah, I guess I listen to frantic."
0: That one makes me mad because it's the closest to being it's good. The closest right. To being
2: good, yes. Right. So okay, so let's put frantic. Aside. That one's
0: frustrating but more s- than it is like, "Oh my god, fucking turn this off."
2: If I could listen to just a sing, just the guitar track. Of some kind of monster, I'd yeah. be fine with that. There's something about the stupidness and simplicity of that rift that I
0: look. With. Nobody at this table loves caveman bullshit more than me. That's, <laughs> That's true. true. That's <laughs> a true statement. Let's, <laughs> <Yeah>. let's 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 <laughs> call it what it is here. That's true. But like, holy shit! <laughs> so just so many things went wrong, and 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 just you know, next week we are gonna talk about because that is sort of the first real song on the album that sort of gestated or at least according to the way that the movie is edited is telling yes, us. Yes, Like next week we're talking about Some Kind of Monster. Oh yeah. We're that, talking I mean, about the song point the Yeah. Thing, yeah. Right. We're talking about yeah. it, that next. Yeah. So, it, you know, there's so much to, there is so much to discuss, right? And there's so many things where it's like, what in the flying fuck were you thinking? Yeah. Oh, What in the 100%. wide world of sports is going on here? That
2: whole album is what the fuck were you oh, thinking? Oh, 100%. That whole yeah, 100%. Album. Yeah. You know what you know, is, in my opinion, the whole album of St. Anger as a whole was made under pressure of this movie and had they not done it it might have been a bit different.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It might have yeah, been bit, maybe. I feel
2: like they would have... They Kirk's would have...
0: concerns at the beginning as far as the... the... The cameras being present, sort of affecting the dynamic of the room. Hundred percent. There's always something like that when you know there's a camera on you, even if you're trying to not do that. There's always going to be at least a little bit of that.
2: Dude, we did that recent interview about the gear, and like I, you know, I know a decent amount about the gear that I use. The second the camera turned on, I didn't know shit. Well, (laughs) I don't know anything.
1: Well, you know what it is, because like even when we show our songs to outside of the band itself, you know, even significant others. There's always, a, at least for me, there's always a part of me is like, do they like it? Is, is this is, good? Is this good? Is like, this is good? There, is there, tell me it's yeah, good. It, tell, tell me I'm good. good. Tell, good. Good. tell, tell me, me I'm good. Yeah. Tell but, me I'm good. But here's now, the problem. with cameras all over you doing right. that. You so know. now you're
2: acting, now you're making this so much worse with the cameras. But the problem is, they had that exact idea. Is this good? And the person that they showed it to said, no. And they go, you know... Delete. That. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. Uh, I know, they did delete it. That's <laughs> I know, the problem. I know. <laughs> if they deleted it, we might have had. Maybe we would have had that thing next. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the problem did. is they they showed it to somebody and they said, "Is this good?" No. I don't care. I don't, yep. <laughs> I, so we're the, fucking Metallica. Who cares?
0: The one of the funniest moments, uh, obviously, is um, when I'm they're talking about. Yeah, please do. When they're talking about like the lyrics, when they're sort of writing the lyrics to some kind of monster, and there's that that like. Bob goes very, in his very Canadian, very frank way, this is the top of my head that's flat. (laughs) That's so (laughs) funny. (laughs) Pieces of me. Yeah, talking about, you know, pieces of things and, you know. uh, But then when they, when, when... James says some kind of, monster. Some kind of and, monster, and it's like the air gets sucked yeah, out of the room, yeah. and everybody's just like, "Boof!" Write that down, okay, right now.
2: So you, so you just say that. Right? So you say that, right? Coming off of the point that I just made. Saint Anger. I'm going to read this quote right off of the internet, just in case anybody's concerned. Saint Anger was certified double platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America. For shipping 2 million, million copies. Holy shit. It has sold nearly 6 million copies worldwide. So Metallica literally got away with garbage. They got away with sin. And 6 million people said, you know what? I don't care.
0: Well, it's because the uh, music consumption was so different. People would just go out and buy fucking records totally sight unseen. To All right, in the fair. early days of the internet, that's the thing is... You know, you Wire. people put out a record that that's sucks. True. Now <laughs> there's advanced reviews, and there's like a million ways that you can find out if it's you good stream, or bad. You can stream, the ones
1: before, that's you, true, get, yeah. before you get before you
0: get in the car and go to the record store.
2: Yeah, YouTube exists in a huge entirety now. Yes, yes. YouTube, I so think YouTube would have been in its like baby stages back then. But even if, if you've been that early, that's 2000 in 2003. 2003.
0: I think at that point. I don't even know that YouTube existed at that point no it was 2000 um, I don't remember now yeah. yeah. we're a couple of years pre-YouTube so like yeah, we're scary, talking man. like you know that that Camp Chaos video that like beer good Napster bad beer that's, good that's napster like, bad that's like
1: flash that's flash, oh, flash shit, shit which yeah, is that's like that's scary that,
0: I mean, that's a whole another. I'm like so that. passionate about yes, Flash right. uh, videos. Oh, don't get so Nick on that. How, oh how, God, don't home, get Nick on that. Homestar Runner has like permanently cha- alt- ruined my vocabulary. <laughs> so, so like, I'm gonna
2: be 29 next week. I don't want to talk about it. Fuck. <laughs> so I don't talk about fuck. it.
0: Fuck. Those <laughs> things on the internet that are that this treasure, this massive uh, whole world of internet that is fully gone because archiving is just wasn't what it was and then things become obsolete and then there's nothing that supports Flash anymore. So, like, yeah. all that shit... Uh, okay, wicked tangent. But, like, oh, yeah. the point is the internet was so different in 2003 compared to how it is now.
2: Oh, 100%. I, you so, know, it's funny... Again, we're, 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 while we're on this quick tangent, you know, you look at, like, TikTok and things like that and these songs that are blowing up that are terrible. But it's like TikTok has such a huge influence on record sales now. You look at... um. We don't talk about Bruno from Disney, and it's like, dude, that surpassed like Aladdin and Mm -hmm. The Lion King. It's like, Mm -hmm. imagine if you know Metallica in this case or anybody had that kind of exposure when it when it came out. Well, we saw that
0: happen with Lulu.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, because
0: Pitchfork existed as the entity that it is now when Lulu came out, and I was laughing reading that review. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a whole, that's Sean, a
2: whole other world. No. Sean constantly, I can't tell you how many times he's texted me, and if he's listening to this, fuck you. He has texted me so many times saying, we um, should power listen to Lulu. No, Lulu. I won't do it. I, I am the table. I won't Why? fucking do it. I won't I do it. I am the table. That's all I have to say. <laughs> you know I what? I table. play that riff by accident. No, that no, practice I practice constantly. No, no. None, nobody notices. I play it constantly. Nobody notices.
0: Oh, I'm gonna hear it now. You are. But like, I'm not. No, 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 no. I don't
2: care what the response was. I don't care who was on it. I don't care that he's that Lou Reed is dead. I'm not listening to that album. I won't do oh, it. Lou Reed is dead,
0: huh? I'm he about now, that, fuck man. Lou Reed. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> glad. he's dead. Has it
2: been? It hasn't it's, been it's,
0: 10 years
1: yet, has it? No, he was. It's
0: probably uh, five no, years. Wait, no, wait. No, Internet. Yeah, we're looking. We're looking that up, kids. Hold, please. Hold. Oh, uh, race uh, to the huh? finish and so see oh, you can do it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, you are, because I've I, I misclicked like six uh, times. Uh, that is 2011, so we are past 10 wow, years on that weird. one. A past 10 so years? Wait,
2: wait, hand yeah. the record since he died. Oh. The record was Oh, uh, my bad, yes. The okay. record's 10 years.
0: Lou Reed. When, when did uh, he die? Lou Reed died in 2013. So oh, we're almost uh, there. We're, we're there. Not okay. there. Eight years? Right, no, so
2: right, so nine years. Nine years. Nine years. well. So we're almost there. Thank God.
0: All right, so anyway. The, the tensions and all these things like James sort of being like kind of emotionally unavailable from the whole process and like bailing on the band a bunch and Lars kind of trying to like Lars trying and failing to drive the car terrible without terribly. the Hetfield hand oh that without the the Hetfield Ulrich power combo of songwriting when it's just Lars uh you know we, we find out very quickly where Lars's de- um, deficiencies as a fucking drummer are uh watching some of these presidio things it's like real tragic yeah. shit like you know they'll play this stuff back this like meandering like blues jam and like with a just the beat completely flipped and james oh, and is had shaking had his had head had just had like it, oh, and then kirk trying God, to write going you know
1: on. The, the famous scene with kirk, kirk. trying to play kirk while well, james trying to get talk to him kirk kirk, kirk. kirk. yeah kirk. Kirk. Thump, kirk thump 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 Kirk. 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 You know, though, that that Je- being
2: said, though, I will give Metallica a lot of credit in this, for doing this whole movie. It,
0: it oh, they really, could have easily buried it and not put it out.
2: Right. But the thing is, like, they, they showed such a, I guess, dark side of
1: them. Yeah, That was definitely them at where their
2: worst. You really did yeah. learn that like, Hetfield Ulrich was the machine. Yep. And everybody else was kind of just this. Just the parts. Like until just that sick, point, yeah. whether you'd be somebody that grew up with Kill 'em All or Ride the Lightning or Master or Justin, whatever, you assumed that Metallica was just this monster. Yeah. That exists. Some kind of monster. Okay. Some, some kind of monster. It, yeah. You know, they were just this, this monster, this beast. Shut up. That existed. <laughs> but this movie really did kind of break Metallica down and show you what it was that either drove them or didn't. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, one of those scenes in particular yeah. did show that point where it's like, alright, if Lars is into it, but James isn't. So what that means is that song doesn't exist. Yeah. For better or for worse. And, and if it does, song. it's not good.
0: Yeah. Right. So, and that, now that, that sort of lopsided dynamic in this situation is, um, it it really comes to a head when they so with this this massive blow up between between James and Lars um this whole thing of it sounds fucking stock to my ears. I'm going to start using that with our songs. Yeah. Yeah. it yeah, sounds yeah,
2: stock yeah it's a bit stock it's, it's, a, bit it's stock. A, bit stock. a bit stock
0: that that whole thing the uh you know some choice moments of course and it's like watching it again you know what it did something to me this time it made me feel just this tiniest little bit bad for Lars. And because when he, you know... Like, he He goes, and you can just hear it in his voice where it's like, I'm not trying to do fucking shit. Yeah. And he just like, you can just hear how like, upset he yeah. is. Like, oh, like, he tried so hard. He understands that he's like, he's losing the plot. Yeah. And yeah. he knows you, it.
1: You, you know what's going to be scary as we keep watching this movie? I know we've seen it a yeah. million times, but the viewers here, Lars is wrong. Right.
0: Lars was all right about time. Napster. He was right about a lot oh, of shut things. Shut up. I, don't it, know, wanna, I, know wanna,
1: I know you don't want to hear yeah. that, but it this is the first yeah. of many The money-making capacity
0: yeah. of the music industry is fucked because of Napster, and Lars was right about that. Lars was
1: right. I hate... It, <laughs> as fucked, <laughs> as, fucked <laughs> as it
2: is. This, fucked. The sad it part is. is, I agree, and I hate... Sick. sick. Isn't no one sick? wants to
0: admit that Lars yeah. Alrick was right about a goddamn every thing. Musician, but he was right about a lot.
2: Every musician, every drummer, no one wants to say Lars is right. Yeah. No. Like me being no. kind of both, I don't want to say that.
1: But, just, you know, but the fact this—it's well, true. Well, even just for like this whole blow up, the first—you know—this is the last scene before you know yeah. James goes to rehab and such. I mean, you can see both James and Lars, you know, going at each other. You can see Kirk being the band aid and all choice moment—the you know,
0: forehead slap, the, the forehead this, slap, this exact cartoonish forehead slap yeah. that he does. Come it's on, like, guys. Let's
1: stop, let's, you know, yeah. playing on the, what was it, yeah. Stop, go and get in there, hands there. and hammering at yeah. each yeah. other. Thank
0: you. It's so funny because you can just see that, that it Kirk so well. is not a he guy does. that deals well with conflict. I know. No. Kirk just yeah. doesn't do conflict. I know.
2: But you know what, though? I give him credit for trying so hard to, all right. You can tell how uncomfortable he is. Let's so. break Metallica apart, right? Like, okay, I get Kirk has been there since the, the beginning, quote unquote, but they had David Mustaine first, okay? That's true. So, Lars and James are the original guys. So, you have somebody that's technically a third party yep. yeah. coming yeah. in trying so hard to. Uh, I don't know the right word. Tr- he's trying to solve these issues.
1: He's like the he's like the glue that holds them together. Or that, yeah, yeah that's, what I'm a, that's
2: the way yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: he's in he's the most in a toxic relationship out of any of them he because is, he's yeah. like I'm gonna fix these guys.
2: He's the girlfriend in a toxic relationship. You're never that, gonna fix him. Exactly. Oh honey, you're never gonna fix him. That poor guy is trying so hard and it just gets him nowhere. Yeah. And he is just yeah. stuck in a scenario. he's yeah. like, all right, I guess I don't like these guys in this this album. I guess I don't like right. these
0: guys the, the arrested development sh- that they're in oh, and this Russell like divider. the, the yeah. this adolescent drama which is really summed up by kind of the climactic moment of that argument where James goes yeah you know what I actually do have something better to do and when he walks out he goes yep. to like sl- he goes to slam the door in a dramatic way but it's a shitty plywood <laughs> door that weighs nothing so yeah. there's Absolutely no drama to it whatsoever. It's only funny.
1: Did they sound of post production? It they sounds have, like it they did. It sounds like All they right. did. Am I the yeah. only one that found it?
2: A, I, I shouldn't, but am I the only one that found it a little bit funny that he goes, I do have something better to do? And then the next scene is him going to rehab? Rehab. Yeah. <laughs> am I the oh, only oh, one that found oh, that funny? <laughs> Jesus I, Christ. How I yeah. probably shouldn't have, but the way that they plan that out, like, yeah. look at the dialogue, right? Yeah. The last thing is him saying, you know what? I do have something yeah, to do. He slams the door. There's no dialogue in between, and then the next thing you see is MTV, like, "Hey, James wants a rehab." Yeah. And that's I, so I, funny. And
1: the one that are building sympathy, and let me yeah. put this on record: Rehab's no joke. Okay? No, oh, I'm mean, sure. 100%, 100%, 100%, no, 100%, no, 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 not at all. That's I, whoever feels they need it. I'm 100. percent And the context
0: it, yes. given later on too is that like when you you know when you kind of listen to like um, I want to say it was either it was either Howard Stern or it was like grown Joe Rogan where, like, where he about. was talking about like at that time it's like his his wife booted him out Stern. Like, there was a, kind of a lot going on besides just like the fact that he was an alcoholic besides the fact that like his band was having issues get, getting along there's context that's not in the movie that puts it a little more in perspective yeah now.
2: That's and it watching was, that Howard Stern interview is actually really important because if I remember right Howard Stern specifically asks him about this era about some kind of monster before they went on because they if this is the same interview that I'm thinking of mm. they went on to finish the show by playing on Howard Stern if I'm correct, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's the same one. Yeah.
2: yeah, so if I remember right he specifically asked him about this era and some kind of monster and that's where James kind of got into that. So that interview definitely adds a lot of context to this movie. Yep. Or I guess you can even say specifically that scene Yeah, that didn't get explained because again you go from right from him slamming the door to oh he's in rehab now there's a huge there's gonna be a huge gap there even if it's a few days yeah that's it, a few days that's really important yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's yeah it's not like he went and got in the car and went straight to rehab yeah <laughs> he, didn't, no, shut no, no, or, no. No,
1: he didn't shut the door he didn't shut the door and go to, I'm going to I'm rehab yeah it's all about not, building yeah. up you know the the, uh, the climax of the scene run like time on a movie is important yeah <laughs> exactly so
2: this whole so, movie didn't happen in what is it two and a half hours or two hours or whatever. Yeah, or
0: two I wish there hours was then. more. Yeah. I want the Criterion Collection of some kind of Monster Man. I want all those the Snyder Canadian cut scenes. Yeah, we'll yeah. get that. We'll I get that. at the end. We I want that. I want that five hour cut of some kind part. of Monster. Yeah. You know, must, I want to see all there. the footage. We'll find it.
2: All the footage unedited. Yeah,
0: that's what that I want. Because that would
2: change if I think if we saw on some kind of Monster uncut, this podcast might not exist. Because it could change the entire way that we look at yeah. the movie. Because editing
0: sure. really is, yeah, yeah you exactly. know, uh, and the, uh, you, editing is the lens with which you see anything, and you can it's kind like of spin your narrative yeah. any which way with just the editing. You know, you watch a, uh, you know, you watch a reality TV show. It's like you know, all it takes is a few quick cuts and a uh, a musical stinger to turn like some contestant on a reality show into mm-hmm. the fucking villain, even though maybe in reality yeah. the situation. It like was, I heard like, Paulie is a piece as, of you know,
2: shit, but then I heard he's actually a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, so, that, so, that's, so presidial that's, it, that's, that's presidial stuff. That's it. That's presidio kids.
1: Yeah. So, so, so let, let me say something real quick. Yeah. So, what? Now, obviously, we have all seen the movie. We know how it's going to go into and stuff. So. How much you think of that presidial? We're talking. This is about a half hour in the film, by the way, give or take. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. Somewhere out there, is that a good insight of what's to come in no. the film? You Not particularly. So? No, no. I, I don't think so
0: either. It, because the only things that make it is as far as I can tell Mm -hmm. and and, and they they wrote them I know that they wrote a bunch but it really according to the movie and we really only kind of have what they have let us see. Um, We only know what they
2: what they released in that film. Right.
0: But it seems like at least a part of uh, my world. Yes. And some kind of monster Monster, the title track. Um, You know Temptation unfortunately makes it into the finals a little bit. They uh, write probably. a lot of songs. They write like 30-something yeah. plus songs. Yeah, that much? And yeah, yeah. Well, according, to it to it according to Lars. According to Lars later more, in the so movie. I don't trust him for anything. And that abomination made it further than it should have. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the manager kind of shuts it down. We'll kind of, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get um, there. there. But, um, yeah, so anyway, that's Presidio.
1: I just think that it's important for anyone that hasn't seen the movie that you see the first half hour that, you know, James goes to rehab and the tone changes and stuff like that in that regard. That is not what the film is going to be about. It, there, there's a lot of peaks and valleys. We're definitely in mm. the valley right now. The power dynamics yeah. are and going to shift a lot. And, um, you know, spoiler, we're going to still be in the valley quite a bit. Uh, I know for next episode, I think we, we go into, you know, life with just Kirk and Lars. There's no James, you know, he's not. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well,
2: a lot of the things that, that I say are going to be just in case I don't come back. But I think James going to rehab was the turning point of Metallica. I, I agree. Don't, yes. that I agree, yes. R- Losing yes. Jason is one thing. Getting Rob is another. This whole movie as a whole is another. They could have gotten fucking Twiggy. Who cares? But the yeah. whole point of this movie is one thing. But James going to rehab is a specific point in the movie where if he didn't...
1: I don't think they would have Metallica anymore. I don't
2: think Metallica would have made it past this point. I don't think they would have broken up. There is something about him going to rehab that... Not only f- it forced this record out in a sense, right? But it made it so that James had a clear head to make the others have a clear head to get Rob mm-hmm. to make Death Magnetic and to make, unfortunate again, unfortunately make Lulu. God, you and keep to make a Lulu, Jesus Christ, Christ. We gotta I, stop it's Part of the up history, Blue, isn't I know, it? I know, I know. I can't listen I as much. Do a as bonus I want... episode down the line, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Talk about much, Lulu. As much as I want to, I can't act like that, yeah. that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's true. So okay. hardwired. So Death Magnetic, mm-hmm. Lulu, and hardwired we wouldn't have those things that are the the real essence of Metallica had he not gone to rehab
1: during this movie.
0: I agree. I actually agree with that. It's true. It's true yeah. that it's it's such an important part of the a change in the power dynamic and and you know as we get there the growing pains yeah. from yeah. that. Yeah. Because exactly. There's no there's no growing pains in Presidio. Presidio is just tr- they're they're drowning really. They're That's not the treading water. Here. That's it. The growing pains are really when when James gets back.
1: Yes, Presidio there is. There's some stuff in between though, which we definitely oh, have to well, hit, but Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about yes, that. Yes. We'll talk about that. The Presidio
2: is essentially at this point in the movie the antagonist, right? Like it's they're yes. in a room, they're in a room that they don't know, that's way too small, that they don't like. There's a button with, with gear that is not Metallica quality, at a time where at least James and Lars hate each other. So like yeah, worst, Presidio yeah. really is kind of the antagonist at this point of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's a very they're fighting
0: it, their environment it. as much as they're fighting each other. Exactly. The which environment thought
1: would have been a boon. Would actually, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not good. Bad.
0: Kind of an albatross. Albatross, boon. Boon. yeah, yeah. yeah I, and way. I see
2: what they were getting at in the yeah. sense where they were like, you know, maybe if we go into this random space with this random gear, and we're kind of forced to be how we were in the beginning maybe will kind of find the love for it again I think it did the exact opposite yeah because
0: these are guys that never had a, a firm grip on the creative process they were leaning hard on producers and everything else 100% the whole way these guys these are not dudes that were kind of capable of self-governing right? no they just weren't yeah.
2: and especially like again as, as as great as Megadeth is Dave Mustaine didn't help so that he was also a fuel to the fire in the beginning where he didn't settle anything yeah so James and Lars again whether it be good or bad at this point at the point of writing Kill Em All you know it, he didn't help anything and then Kirk came into this possibly bad situation went through all of this shit with Kirk through Red the Lightning and Master up until Jaden, you know the whole thing it was, a, it was just a mess to begin with yep. there was no sense of them getting out of this possible explosion. The house of cards slow down. Yeah. I the house yeah, exactly. Down.
0: They were on a shaky foundation since
2: so, since the beginning. Since yeah, One, as soon as they really started, since Cliff died. So yeah, I All would right. say since once, really once Cliff, Cliff died, died yeah. and they kind of lo- Like think about it, it they kind of lost that extra creative mind. And the second they lost that, they were in trouble. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see that trouble until we saw the film. Until, uh, right, until yeah. St. Angle. We didn't really see the trouble that they were going through, mm-hmm. and we didn't see the humanity side of things it did. It did until happen. some kind of yeah. monster came or, or St. Angle, whichever way you want to look at it. Hell yeah.
0: I've came been, out. Yeah.
2: That was the big turning point. And again, I think that it was broken down, back to my original point, it was broken down when James went to rehab. Mm-hmm.
0: So James is in rehab, and that about leaves uh-huh. us to uh, that. That leaves us for this week. Uh, we're gonna there. I mean, there's God. There's so much to talk about. Next this week is fun. Next How week much we're talking about. Take, like an hour or uh, like, we're about hour twelve. So Holy I think it's. Shish. I think we're about. We're about are good we really? to wrap it up here, yeah. kids. But uh, you know, join us next week for uh, a discussion of the title track. Some kind of monster.
1: Ugh.
2: I might have Fuck. to join you again because this is really fun.
0: Yeah, please do. Dude, yeah. This is really fun. I have a headache just thinking about. <laughs> yeah. I have a headache from listening to it. That, that, that fucking oh, yeah. song. It,
1: it, 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 yeah. Is it, Dave mistaken? Oh my god, it is. I won't say it out loud. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, there's. We'll, we'll there's talk so, about it when we're done. with they're good. There's we'll talk when we're done up.
0: All right, kids. Thanks for listening. Join us next week. This has been some kind of podcast. Fist in the ass.
1: He fucking left a fan. Fuck- <laughs> he fucking
0: Brilliant. sold the fan.
1: Exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs>